Les Wexner, this is for you. I'm bringing sexy back. Yeah. Them other boys don't mm. know how to mm. act. Yeah, yeah. I think it's special what's mm. behind your back. Yeah. So turn around and now pick up the slack. Um, yeah. Take it to the bridge. Hey, dirty babe. Yeah. Uh huh. You see these shackles, baby? Shackles. I'm your slave. Uh, -oh. hey, uh huh. Slave. Let you whip me if I misbehave. Whip you? Uh huh. It's just that no one makes me okay. feel this way. No one makes you feel like. Take it to the chorus. No one makes you feel like. Come here, girl. Like Go a slave. Ahead, baby, Going to the back. Okay, you VIP. <laughs> We in the VIP Drinks game. on me. Drinks on who? Let me see what you're twerking with. Timbaland. Look at those hips. Because the other boy getting whipped you like a slave. Go ahead, child. Okay. And get your sexy on. No. <laughs> Yo. We really need to start putting some respect on Kuta Kente's name. Well. Okay. We need to understand. That people like to be whipped. People don't like to be whipped like a slave. That's true. That's ridiculous. That's true. That's really bad. I mean, BDSM, respect to the community. Yeah, I'm not trying to, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to say nothing about y'all. I respect y'all. All of those are choices that, you know what I'm saying, people should be able to make and enjoy. However, mm -hmm. in order for you to be whipped like a slave, yes. you have to not want to be whipped. That's true. The romanticization of the Kunta Kinte moment is really very upsetting to me. Shout out to Roots. Shout out to Roots every day. Uh, Welcome to COVID and Chemo, yep. y'all. This is the show us. that you're listening to. Again, we're back with another, really an emergency episode, I would say. Some kind of an emergency episode. But first, we have to ask our question. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that question is, of course, we looking at the world like, where can we go? Where do have. we go? At us. Let I us just know. learned that you can say that. You can. Yeah. COVID taught me this, y'all. Okay. I'm showing off my knowledge. Go at off. us. At That's us. How, is that, that how you say it? it at is. us. It is. Okay. Yeah. Get at us. You oh. know what I'm saying? At us. At on, us. On the gram. On Twitter. Twitter. Um, shout out to, I think D-Ray says it like that. Shout out to D-Ray all day, every day, just because. I mean, because. remember. Wow. He probably still resting. Mm. He'll be at a vacation after that. God versus. bless it. Um, uh, yes. Yeah, you can find us. So definitely holler at us. Let us know where we can go to. But, you know, the thing about it is there was a particular reason. You know, usually we give you these reasons like it's like mayhem. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's Les like, Wexner is a reason for us to leave. That's a reason for us to leave. Yes. We gonna get into it. Okay. Okay. But the first reason that I need to leave today mm. is Wendy's fries. I'm sorry to hear that. What? Wendy's French fries was one of the few joys of my life, friend. They're very good. They were very good. Wow. Now they're all right. Okay. What do you think happened? I think they put some flour, okay? They didn't have no business adding to the mixture. They're battering the fries some kind of way, lightly, very lightly. But you can tell when you bite into it that it's not just potato. It's something else on that shit. Right. And I don't like it. Right. It's suspect. Right. Okay. It's suspect to the level that Burger King fries are suspect. Right. I mean, those are disgusting. They're disgusting. Sorry to say it, but actually not. I'm sorry for those of you who love them fries. You know what I'm saying? I know people who love them fries. I'm very close to people who love them fries. The, it's been an issue. It's been a, it's caused a rift, really. The Burger King fries look like those apple slices that McDonald's used to give in the Happy Meal Damn. when um, they was trying to be health conscious. That's a low blow. I had to say what I said. 
Hey, sorry, not really. So you know what I'm saying? I I, I got to get out of here because the fries is mediocre now everywhere. Every fast food joint got mediocre fries. I had to go to McDonald's the other day. In spite of the episode we made, I had to go to McDonald's. I had to go to McDonald's. As I remember, uh, COVID uh, herself was with me. I was. So you know, we down bad. Yeah. We down bad. We in it. We had had to eat those fries so fast. You got to eat them fast, man. Very quickly. It's, very that's quickly. how it has to be. So yeah, let us know where we can go. Um, not only because the fries are going down, but because other things. Oh, I did it again. Happens. Um, oh, oh no! Oh, Who texted me? A lot of me? texts. A lot of Lord, texts. I'm so again. The tech is gonna tighten. I know. I've been saying this. It's gonna tighten. It's tightened and loosened and tightened and loosened. It's in a cycle, like the moon. You know what I'm saying? We're oh. very holistic here at COVID and King. We can't be perfect. Hey, this is just nobody's perfect. Okay, nobody's perfect. Hey, well. Hey. That's true, but some people are actually just diabolical. Diabolical. So, um, recently, Kimo and myself have watched a few documentaries. We get into documentaries every now and then. They're very educational. We like to learn things. We like to learn That's things. That's why we get smart in front of foolishness. Right. How could we do that if we're not about our studies? We gotta, we gotta really get into it. And there's been a real push recently to retell the toxic stories of the 90s and the early 2000s. Indeed. That includes the Britney Spears documentaries that came out. Ooh. Very bad. Ooh. Long live Britney, man. That I was I mean, rough. be free, Britney. I'm happy she is free and married and all of that good stuff um, on her own terms. Right. Did she what um, she wanted to do? Yes. Um Lord. And another one of them is a recent documentary that came out on the Netflix mm. called White Hot. Which, I mean... <laughs> the story of, like, Abercrombie and Fitch or the rise and fall of Abercrombie, Abercrombie and Fitch. Abercrombie and Fitch. Now, that, that title should really tell you a lot. Look. White mm, Hot. Messy boots. Okay. And then Hulu had the nerve to put out a Victoria's Secret Angels and Demons or something documentary mm -hmm. little did we know that there was one motherfucker behind behind it both abercrombie and victoria's secret indeed his name is his name is one leslie mm -hmm. wexner mm -hmm. okay if you don't know the name google it les wexner yes um responsible for so much bullshit right. we had to discover we, on yes, today. We, yes. Things that had given us mad achita as millennials. Um, Abercrombie and Fitch made me feel like a poor, fat, black bitch. Always. And Victoria's Secret also made me feel like a poor, fat... Well, I could go into Victoria's Secret because they had like a little discount. So it made me feel like a fat, black bitch... Who could never really be sexy, but was trying. I mean, you were putting some on it. I was trying Literally. to some put something on it in that bright ass pink store. That store used to give me Angela, because you know me in pink. I don't really see it for pink. It's very bright. Pink or the the brand or the color. Well, both of also from Les. Les was like Lexner. women. He said, "I know more about women want than what women know themselves." I can't believe this man said that. Like that's wild business. So this man... Oh, we got to tell the story. L Brands. Yes, L Brands. He is behind the limited. What had happened was, mm. is that Les Wexner, a man from Ohio, 
was trying to get on. Like he was, you know, he was struggling. He was struggling. He was from a family. His father and mother at some point was struggling. They had a store, but then they didn't. They went into business for themselves. Mm. And then his daddy was talking mad shit to him. Like, you never going to be shit. And he was like, I'm going to be a, like, a, you know, fashion person. And he was like, nah, you're not. And then that nigga just drove it to the maximum. He went. Balls to the wall, as they say. And ended up founding many of the mall stores that, again, made us feel like shit in but the 90s and 2000s. But we loved them. We got to say, we, you know, we can't say... Okay, let me speak for myself, Chemo. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Chemo would go in these stores, and I would be like, it's not the store's fault that I'm fat and black. Mm-mm. It's not the store's fault. Mm-mm. Now... Little did I know that at that time I was skinny. Mm. Okay. Mm. Go listen to, I, you know, I mm-hmm. need tempo. If you want some of the background on the story of, mm-hmm. you know, how I got to be thick mm-hmm. and how, you know, we came to this, this arena of 2020 also 2020 as well. 2022. Okay. <laughs> but at the time I was walking into these stores as a girl. I mean, I was probably 13, 14, 15, 16, like that, you know, teenage age, Going into these stores in the mall, right. first bit of freedom where we you get to shop for yourself. Yes. You know, be maybe away you from have your a mama. Little, right, you get to be away from your family. You maybe have a little bit of um, bread that you made at a little summer job, yep. a little after a school little job, babysitting a job, babysitting, yep. little, you know, gardening, cat yep. sitting, you yep. know, the little stuff you was doing around right. around the community. Cat sitting guy, but okay. I, that was my gig <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, you know, I was on that cat sitting bag and I said, let me spend my money at the mall. So I went to the mall and I went into the Abercrombie, right? First of all, it was boom, scum, boom, scum, boom, town, boom. So that was already off-putting. Um, there were naked boys. There were naked boys. Out in front mm-hmm. that you could, you know, view. Now, it, that actually gave me terror. Because I was not. I, I, that's the reason I'm going to the store. You I don't want to be close. to get to get the close. look so yes. that I can be seen by said people. These yes. beautiful people. Yes. Men, women. Well, not everybody. Just men and women now. Because it was already was exclusionary. Talking about, yes, they, they were. They wasn't talking about us now. They were not. No, they wasn't. Mm-mm. But those people, um, you know, had a whole ambiance that when you would go in the store, right. you could feel the power of it. They had it so bad that they would spray their own cologne yes. all over the, the, the sexy, you know, young boys that were outside in front of the store and into the air. Yes. So that when you went into the store, you smelled the woods. The woods that you wanted to be in with your like little Henley shirt that yes. had the little moose on it. Yes. You know, branding was very important. So they had Abercrombie or that little, you know, moose man mm. on it. On That's everything. how you knew that it was knew. Abercrombie. Genuine. It was both really light and dark in there. Like it was the woods. So you would walk in and That's like some true. parts of the store were dark yep. randomly, but that music was still playing. But everything was sized to fit an American girl doll. <laughs> Yo. You would go in there, right? First of all, they never have none of the big sizes available, and I think that was intentional. I think yeah. they had the well, big you sizes know they in the were, back. So they, no, they didn't, they have didn't them. put them out. They didn't. Mm-mm. So it would be like size extra small, extra extra small. Yes, extra small. Mm-hmm. Medium. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. So I was looking, and I would be like, "Oh no!" Like I'm, and at that time I was a larger and extra extra large. You know, I was skinny. 
And, a, and an extra large. Right. Okay, I'm tall. But at the same time, I'm not that tall. You know, I'm not Shaq. Okay. So anyway, you know, I'm in there and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, I need to ask one of the, the attendants, you know, who works the store, somebody who's working the floor. Let me see if they know about the sizes. Can I find this other size? I asked this girl. She was working the store and she looked beautiful, like long, blonde, beautiful, luscious locks. <laughs> you know, she was styled head to foot in Abercrombie's finest. She might have even been wearing um, some Birkenstocks. I was don't remember. Was she wearing low-rise jeans? Absolutely she was wearing low-rise jeans. Upon her sexy hips. Because her booty line didn't come up far enough. Not. So she just had super low jeans. She did. And it was not a problem. It was not. It was the look. For me, if I put on low-rise jeans, I can't sit down. No, never. I could never sit down. I could barely walk, really. I mean, really. You know, you a little <laughs> too... Too much vibration in Too the much. jeans, and you're gonna be showing plumber butt to everybody. You are. Mm. It's gonna be a disaster. Mm. Mm. But anyway, so I asked her. I said, um, "Becky, can you assist me with you know getting these?" That was her name. On her, I'm kidding. I didn't um, but you know what I'm saying. She said to me, "What?" So I was at first. I was like, "Whoa!" I was raised to believe that to say what to somebody is rude. It is. Wait, you feel, feel that Absolutely. way? Absolutely. You're not supposed to. If a parent or a person calls you, you're not supposed to go. What? Yeah. What? She said what to me, and I'm thinking <laughs> like, "Wow, I'm a customer, or right. am I? Am I? You're and not." And then I felt like, "Wow, there must be a reason why she's treating me this way." There is. I've done something. No. I am something. You are. You are something. And so she was like, no, we don't. Sorry. And walked away. Damn. And I'll never forget that. I was in the Abercrombie. Don't you know, I would go in the Abercrombie, but I never tried to buy no shit in there Jimmy ever again. can't do that. I was like, yo, they not for me, They're yo. not for me. They and don't want me wearing this stuff. You were right. I was correct. Because on the documentary... Come on, White Hot. Les Wexner hired a man named Mike Jeffries mm -hmm. to be the CEO of Abercrombie in the mid-90s. He's there until 2014, and he's supposed to rebrand Abercrombie to make it one of these, you know, mall, you know, pumping stores that it did end up being. So Mike Jeffries is the reason that you and I both felt like that in Abercrombie, and he is quoted as saying, quote, candidly, we go after the cool kids. A lot of people don't belong in our clothes. They can't belong. Are we exclusionary? Absolutely. Absolutely. So it was like purposeful. Purposeful. What we were experiencing was not our fault. It was actually what was supposed to be happening. And they were gaslighting us into making us think, well, maybe I can become like the Abercrombie people if I can fit into this envelope of a shirt. And even as a skinny person, I still couldn't fit into the envelope of a no, shirt. No, you can't fit I in them clothes. Them clothes ain't for you. And the other thing is, you're the wrong color to wear the clothes. I'm the, the wrong clothes. color, yes. Because all the colors they chose was meant to match to a, a, a fairer skin. You putting them on, you looking ridiculous. A white woman in particular because they had... AAPI folk in the documentary talking about how they loved Abercrombie and were working there and they got pushed out or pushed to work in the back. Mm -hmm. Too many Asians out front. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a girl who had to sue them in, in late 2000s, uh, 2008, I think, because she applied wearing her headscarf as a Muslim woman and was rejected from the job. Yeah. So people 
expert black people said they were always like, oh no, we don't have hours for you this yeah, time. Yeah, we don't have a shift. Do you for want you. to stock at night? You can stock at night after the store is closed. Like you have to work the night shift. You can if only work. If you're a yeah. nigga, you work at the night shift. Right, nigga night shifts only. So they were very specific about their racism, their exclusionary, you know, body type diversity. None of that. And they trained the people yes, on did. the floor. They trained their employees. Then, yep. To be rude and discourage Woo. people who were not part of the white hot cool kid club. That Mike Jeffries or goofy looking self thought he was part of and you wouldn't have been part of it. Okay? He wouldn't have been part of it. It wouldn't have been part he of it. He wouldn't have been part of it. So neither Maybe would that's Les. part of why. So, um Oh shoot. Les wouldn't have been part of it. Definitely wouldn't have been part Absolutely of it either. Not. It's the money, but we're getting there. So the other thing that Abercrombie had was like you said, them naked boys. And them naked boys was on the bags. And I remember that's right. once that's right. as a baby COVID that I could not afford in high school the clothes from Abercrombie and Fitch, but I went to school with kids who did. So sometimes they would bring me things and put them in the Abercrombie bag. And there was like one or two I saved in my closet and I felt so dope. Like, imagine if I had like walked out walked with out. an Abercrombie bag and like, like bought some, bought some from Abercrombie. Right. Yeah. You would have been like right I would have been bruh. doing the dopest shit in like, the world. Whoa. Come to find out those boys were being like sexually harassed. Okay. And inappropriately, you know, uh, treated by the photographer. Oh yes. Then Mike Jeffries hired named Bruce Weber. All terrible white man goes back to the source his name is Les Wexner Les Wexner Les Wexner so you know when we think about uh terrible white men which is the name of this segment um I don't want you to feel you know if you're if you're a white man you happen to be a white I don't know why you would have found your way way here but if you have, you know what I'm saying? You're welcome here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just don't be on the shit that Les Wexner was on. Mm-mm. Don't be on the shit that Bruce Mm-mm. Weber was on. And Mm-mm. definitely don't be on the shit that Mike Jeffers was on. Try to have some respect. You know what I'm saying? For other people. The other person they shouldn't be like. Who? Oh, I can see it in your face, bro. Go ahead and lay it on. Ed Resnick. Mm. Resnick. 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 Ruzik. Rezik. I don't know. Rezik. It don't matter. He's terrible. Now, this is the motherfucker who was working with Les on the Victoria's Secret Come brand. through Victoria's Secret. Okay, so Les had Mike Jeffries over there fucking teenagers up, telling them they couldn't, you know, only wear doll clothing. If you couldn't wear doll clothing, it didn't look like Barbie. Fuck you. And if you weren't white... Get out of it here. Ain't right. You're disgusting. You're, you need to You're so nasty. Here. If you put your our brand on your body, you're going to devalue the brand. Yeah, like no, that's how racist we are. Like somebody is going to rip it off of you. Like because yeah, you, beat your ass. Yeah, because you can't wear it. No. You're not a cool kid. No. Ed was over there helping Les create Victoria's Secret. Wait, hold on, fam. Hold on. Let me ask this before we even get to Vicky's Secret. Because Vicky's Secret to me was like it wasn't like affordable, but it was affordable enough. It was affordable enough. I could get some Vicky's. Abercrombie, I couldn't really afford no, to buy there. No, it was expensive. There. But in the documentary, they were talking about how it actually is not expensive compared to designer shit. And when you think about it, you're like, oh my God. Yeah. 
They were selling us like exclusionary middle class stuff. Yes, they were. The shit that you could buy from the Eros to Polly or one of them other shows. Eddie Bauer. Any of those. Uh, American, what's the one? American Eagle. Eagle. I used to fuck with American Eagle. American Eagle. You know what I'm saying? You could get it. Shoot. Well, now you could probably get it from Bezos. So, mm, another one who could probably get an episode. He could probably get an episode. being a terrible white going man. Going to space talking about thanks. To the Amazon workers who can't even go to the bathroom. Okay. So, Les and Ed decide they gonna bring Sexy back. To Victoria's Secret. They really meant they was going to whip people and teach them how to act. They did. Because they was working with Jeffrey Epstein. Now, listeners, I know you have had to have heard about this man named Jeffrey Epstein in the you last couple to. of years. That name has been everywhere and every who, where, when, why, where, and where, how he is around and touched i'm sorry was around and touched everything and so many scandals that he is infamous and he got a lot of his money and clout from one other one not only known as les wexner this is the Victoria's Secret billionaire, billionaire. Les Wexner. Richest man in Ohio, Les Wexner. I'm scared. You know what I'm saying? I get scared when we do a COVID and Cubo, man. You know? Yeah, this one a bad one. This is a bad one. This and, man says... And, and they, if they could get Jeffrey Epstein on the inside. Girl, okay. and, and his girlfriend, Jizzleen. And, and what's the name? Um, Other dude that Paul they killed. Paul Luke. DeLuke. Ooh. John DeLuke. And friends. They get no love of them. This is a mess. So these men took over Victoria's Secret, you know, as part of Les's limited um, brands. brands. That he also owns, you know, the store, the limited, and Bath and Body Works. I just feel like there's too many things this man owns. So Victoria's Secret at first was like this cute little catalog for like, you know, moms at home or dads who want to buy something for their sexy wife. You know, the catalog. Yeah. And then it turned up. When Les got it and Ed, and they was like, titties! And then it was like, more titties, and then it was like, angels! So they went into this whole Victoria's Secret Angels thing around 2000, around the same time again as Abercrombie was doing they fucked up shit. Yep. And made it so that you just had a bunch of skinny white bitches and Brazilians. That's it. Skinny white bitches and Brazilians and Tyra. And Tyra. Tyra Banks. They were like, we know y'all skinny. We know y'all white. And, and Tyra, 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 you Tyra. here too? Yeah. You here. But we know y'all white, and we know y'all. And Tyra, and Tyra, we, we are aware of the fact that y'all so skinny that three of y'all could wear size zero pants at the same time. Right. Would you no booty having cells? No booty, no nothing. But you gotta have the titties, and if you gotta do the plastic, you better do the plastic. Get the plastic. And so hide a clone. They had all these girls modeling for them. The Victoria's Secret Angels. Yes, absolutely. We'll come to an episode about Giselle's husband. Tom Brady. Oh, you know I always forget he's married. Nah, girl, I knew he would be married. He's involved in all this white mediocrity. See? Oh no. So. Victoria's Secret was, you know, bumping you with pink lights and skinny bitches, and you could buy it, but you were never going to look like Victoria's Secret Angel in it. You would never look like right. No. Because the, the clothes was designed 
to look like how they looked on the model. Yes. They were not designed for you to be pretty. Shout out to, of course, the incomparable, the undeniable, and will be undenied, Rihanna. Okay, because... Change the game. But we, I mean, we're, we're probably not even there yet. We are close Because we got to talk about this fuckery that these, these men were right. involved in. Well, so just thank God for Rihanna for shutting this God, down. You know what I mean? You might need a little encouragement at this point in the episode. Just think about Fenty. Okay. Every time. Just the savage. show, Savage Fenty. The, the antithesis the of this skin. is yes. Victoria's Secret show. It is. The because. skinniest girls you can find. And so skinny that their bodies look like girls' bodies. And that... And not only that, but they were having to put up with people talking about, oh, you shouldn't go back and eat any more food. Like, that look was, at you. That was a bitch who wasn't even an angel. She was just working in the she Victoria's over there. She wasn't even on the stage. Mm-hmm. And Ann was telling her she was a fat cow. That's inappropriate. I mean, where where does this even come from? Like, I feel like it's all about control. It honestly. is all about, and these white men feeling like, so... They was, you know, cranking it up, getting girls who wanted to model for Victoria's Secret. It became girls' dreams. Oh, I want to model Victoria's Secret. Enter Jeffrey Epstein, a creepy white motherfucker who didn't even graduate from college, apparently, but ended up becoming, like, a billionaire. Gave- not to say that you can't become a billionaire and not graduate from college, because look at Bill Gates. Okay. But that's a hell of a Okay, and so what happened was, is he is a con man. And he decided he was just going to get money from other terrible white men and then use that money to have gross parties with underage girls, non-consenting women under the guise that it was, you know, you're going to be Victoria's Secret model. You're going to go to a high place. All right, I'm going to I'm going to put you on. I'm going to put you on. And then. He would be able to blackmail all of these men because he's like, I have you on tape or I have knowledge of you fucking around with a girl who was 16. Everything. He got cameras everywhere, microphones everywhere. Yo, yo. And they gave him the jet. He was using this jet to, it's like a, it's like a human trafficking. Yeah, it was like literally. Airline. Yes. That they made up. Yes. And then, and then Lex Wexner here making a, a major cargo shipping uh, port in Ohio that we know now from the documentary that he was visiting the White House at about the time that that deal was made. And guess who was in the White House? Clinton! Big Willie. Big Willie. Big Silly. That motherfucker was also friends with Jeffrey Epstein. So was Drumpf. So was 45. Bill... Yep, so was Bill Gates. So was um, the Prince, Prince Andrew, and a whole bunch of other CEOs and bank and rich motherfuckers Richie, Richie, who Richie folks. all lost their jobs and they marbles they except, except for Les Wexner. Hello? He said he don't know nothing about it. That's all he keeps saying. That's the official statement. I don't know Ed nothing about it. said he don't know nothing either. Jeffrey Epstein had control of, of part of my business for, for a year years. and a half after he was uh, accused. and con- Wasn't he convicted of that? I mm-hmm. think he served mm-hmm. time. And this nigga took a year and a half to disassociate this man from his business? You gonna tell me you don't know? For sex trafficking. Like, it's not like this man was, like, just, like, selling... Smoking some weed. Right. In a place he shouldn't have been smoking it. A drug dealer. You know? It's a little bit different to it's me... It's a little different. ...than fucking young girls that he was on record telling women, I work for Victoria's Secret, I'm a scout for Victoria's Secret. Using the name... 
People was telling less and less just like do 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 I mean, it is terrible on so many levels. So if you think about like all of the girls that grew up with that Victoria's Secret image, I being one of them grew up with that Victoria's Same. Secret image. Same. And it's so like you think you ain't never gonna be sexy. You don't die unsexy. You never nobody ever gonna want you. They said what is sexy. They said they, they said decide. It. they decided what sexy was. And even the women who was working behind the brand that they were saying, oh, we're a women-driven band. They were like, shut up, bitch. We know what sexy is. You don't. Yeah. All these women that were working for the, for the company talking about, I was a senior executive and couldn't move the needle. What is that? What is that? It talking about, yeah, we empower women. We're empowering women to find their sexiness. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Why would I want... An old crotchety white man telling me what's sexy. I just don't know why that would be the standard. Money. This all goes back to money. And this documentary and the other one together had me shooketh. We're shook. We're shook. They got that nigga Jeffrey Epstein. And so, you know. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, it. We have a whole documentary about this. And we like, got whole documentaries about why they're doing terrible shit. Terrible and then they shit. just be in their house. Oh, let me oh. see. Do I want to watch Hulu with ads or without ads? With my ass, you know, talking about how diabolical I am. I'm just going to put out a statement that says, this is false. And that's it. That's it. And that's enough. That's all that a white man, a terrible, rich white man has to do. And they say, if they, they were saying, like, if they unravel all of this, right... It touches so many powerful people that it would undo, like, the fabric of the, the power structure in such a way that, like, or I should say shift the power structure in such a way that it's like nobody wants to do it. My man's Bill Gates was mm. on the interview. They was like, I mean, they said she was connected to Jeffrey Epstein. What you got to say about it? He had the Birdman hands talking about, I mean, he did. So, mm. you know, With I don't a little know what smile on his face. Smirked rub the hands together and said it is what it is basically like yeah. i don't know what y'all want me to say he he's not here he's dead i'm like nigga i don't want bill gates to i don't want to meet bill gates i'm afraid oh you no know, he's afraid. scary they all scary um all of these men who was involved in this and i just think that it's not fair that the prison industrial complex lives on but these white men are not in it what is sexy <laughs> I'm an angel you have bitches walking around in heels and angel wings that weigh 45 pounds more than they weigh more bitches was falling over they were weighing like 104 pounds at like 510 bitches looked hungry they looked starving hungry they looked like you know they would and, and the sad part about it is they would probably run from food if you offered it because the control was so much and they were like, I don't want to lose my job. Well, what if you had Ed telling you to not get any seconds and you were just like a PA or something or like an executive? Again, you're not even a model. You're not even a model. You're not even a model, but you're not allowed to be in these spaces, you know, and you're supposed to think about yourself like, oh, Did I'm just a fat bitch. crazy, like, I don't know how you look at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> like, what kind of crazy shit is that <laughs> they have like reverse dysmorphia yo oh my god and none of these men was fine not one of the men that we have talked about today has been attractive they're all dusty mm, crusty mm. and gross you know who's not gross who? David Ruffin go off we just gotta think on him you know because 
I don't know what else we have. Don't even have the Wendy's fries anymore. Don't even have the Wendy's fries anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, things are just going down. It's just going down. But, you know, we can think about the whistle range of David Ruffin in Summer of Soul. And we can know that, like, great things are still possible. Anything is possible when you can find some old David Ruffin footage and bring it to the world like that. Shout out to Questlove. Ain't nobody trying to see you, Wexner. Nobody trying to see him. Mm-mm. I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. If I got to beg, plead for your sympathy, I don't mind because you mean that much to me. Ain't too proud to beg. Thank you, Rihanna, for the real panties. That's the real deal, yo.